Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here in lovely Costa Rica with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hello. Hello. So, <laughs> we have kind of a unique and special episode for you this time. This is going to be part one of a two-part episode that's going to sort of document what is turning out to be uh, a ridiculously life-changing transformation experience that Patty and I are currently going through while here in Costa Rica. Right now, we're in a place called Rhythmia Life Advancement. It's a, it's an, it's a, essentially, it's a plant medicine retreat center mm. in, uh, in Costa Rica. It's like the only medically um, supervised, licensed plant medicine, or at least it was the first one, the very first licensed plant medicine uh, retreat center in the entire world. And uh, we're not doing this with any aim or any, uh, any, we don't have an agenda for doing this. In the, in the past, we would talk about Rhythmia and they would let us come for free. But what we're doing here is, Patty and I aren't even sure if we're gonna, we're gonna come again. We, we very well might, but just regardless, our experience has been so fascinating. And I know whether you're into plant medicine or not, I really believe you'll, you will click with this because it really is, it's just all about the, the awakening process. And just the things we have experienced recently are so fascinating and, and noteworthy that we have absolutely just, we just have to share about it. And so again, we're gonna be doing a kind of a two-part special this week. Yes, um, I want to just um, apologize because I'm very, I'm personally, I went very deep with the medicine last night. So I am a little bit tired and a little bit foggy. So I'm going to just do my best to articulate my words um, for you guys. Uh, but I just wanted to, it's a, uh, uh, What's it yeah, called? we're a both disc, full dis, uh, disclosure. We're both out of it. This is a you do four plant medicine ceremonies in a row, and we just finished up day three yesterday. So we're going on very little sleep. Yeah, we've kind of gone to hell and back. Literally, <laughs> we've died. We've gone through all sorts of crazy things. So we're gonna just we're gonna do our best because um, we feel kind of bad. Last week's episode. We had to bring it down because the audio was not good quality. But anyway, let's jump into it, okay? So essentially, here at Rhythmia, they have these sort of collective intentions that they sort of build up the entire environment around to bring to fruition for each and every person. Okay, there's this huge staff, probably, I don't know, maybe 100 people here at one time. Yeah. At least. Working, it's, yeah. There, there's like, there's workshops, there's yoga, breath work, healthy, like organic, like food. There's all this stuff, cleanses, detoxes, massages. There's this entire system that's been created that believe it or not, and they'll all say this, was literally like designed by, by ayahuasca, by the plant medicine. Mm -hmm. It sort of like inspired the whole thing. It's this whole transformation uh, week, you know, sort of like divinely inspired for the sole purpose of taking light workers. And this is what they'll straight up say, light workers from all over the world and helping them realign with their soul and their soul's mission and their soul's journey. And it's, it's sort of outlandish of a claim as that is, that's literally what happens here. And that's literally what's been happening to us. And it's been mm -hmm. truly a divine and just remarkable and straight up mind-blowing experience already. And we're yeah. not, we, don't even, we haven't even gone to the fourth night, which is tonight. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm gonna briefly share these three themes with you or these three intentions because they are relevant. One of them is to see who you've become. That's kind of a, courageous intention if you think about it whether you take plant medicine or not to ask the universe to ask god to ask the medicine who have i become well come to find out when most people do that you you get your answers plural and there tend to be many areas of unconsciousness um that we unconsciously sort of carry out in our life and these these unresolved parts of ourselves played out unconsciously tend to have a pretty dramatic and oftentimes very negative impact on our lives and people we love, those closest to us. The medicine will show you this is how you're actually affecting them in this particular area. So for me, that was the first night. It was just a bombardment <laughs> of 
this is who you become, and so is this, and so is this, and so is this, and this is how it's all affecting your friends, your family, yourself. And it's like, oh my God, how do I, how am I gonna live with myself? Mm. Um, but it's like we have to get to the truth. We have to take responsibility for who we become if we're if we're gonna have this soul merging experience and and the other big things we're gonna share about. Um, so that was kind of like the first night and and the the, the, the number one theme. Mm-hmm. Um, the second theme is merge with your soul at all costs. Yeah. So because of the traumas we've all experienced in life, it has caused us to do what what they sort of call is a split. Basically, they what they claim, and it's turned out to be the case for Patty and I and all these people here. Um, from the ages of four to six years old, um, we most people split off in a sense from their soul. And what that means is that when we when we're a little baby, we are fully present and fully grounded in the truth of who we are as a spirit. But here on Earth, in this sort of hostile environment, even an ordinary family life, you know, things that we have to experience in our lives tend to be very traumatic for the soul. And oftentimes, around that age, that age range, there's something, there's an incident that happens that causes the soul to split off from the personality, from the mm-hmm. character, because it's a matter of like protection and yeah. safety. It could be like getting spanked as a child, or or abuse, or, or any any anything like that. That your your soul just can't really handle at that young, open, impressionable age. So it kind of it just kind of you split off. And then what happens is you're not really living your life um, aligned with your soul, and therefore we kind of go off into this journey of unconsciousness mm-hmm. and create all these problems and patterns and cycles and karma and pain in our lives and it all can be traced back to this one time this one instant where we split off so once you've seen who you've become only then can you so again once you own all of that and see it all clearly can you have this sort of soul realignment take place and i know this sounds wild i'm doing my best to kind of skim through the gist of all this but uh but uh the other night i had this soul reunion and i'll talk about the experience in a moment but the 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 result is a true i'm like i literally am a new person my goals my ambitions my priorities have dramatically changed literally overnight i was going so ambitiously in certain directions of my life that i can see now where literally the ambitions of my fragmented self and now that I'm more aligned, it's like there's this feeling of like homecoming and peace and unity and harmony. And I know my entire life is going to start to ripple out from that. But I'll talk about the experience of it. Um, lastly, the third the third intention once this happens is heal your heart. Um, and uh, that's something I haven't, I'm going to, that's my goal tonight. So I can't really talk much about that yet. That'll be probably next episode. But I had my soul integration thing, you know, soul merger two nights ago. And Patty is currently working through hers. And again, regardless if you are interested in plant medicine, this is going to be highly relatable to anyone on this spiritual journey. So we'll go ahead now and uh, start sharing about the experience of having this uh, soul merger. Is that cool, babe? Yes, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to start. So th- n- we'll, we'll kind of go back back in time here. So n- night two, again, we do four nights of, of plant medicine. I was on night two. Now, I've been to Rhythmia twice prior. And in the past, the night two was like by far the most mild. In fact, I remember one year me and Aaron had like, Aaron Dowdy, he, he's here with us too in Lior. Um, he had like four, we had like four or five cups of medicine, which is a, ridic- a ridiculous amount. Yeah. But it was so like, it was not, it was not very potent. So we barely really, we just kind of talked and it was kind of, again, totally, totally chill. So I, I, I mistakenly <laughs> assumed it would be the same case here this year. It was not, it was the opposite straight up. It was crazy. <laughs> so I had my first cup and then like, a planning to have several cups i went up for the second cup and 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 the shaman was like you having any visions are you feeling the medicine and i said yeah i feel it a little bit but i want to go deeper so he pulled me this fat this like almost overflowing cup so i had my second cup 
<laughs> I went outside. Still not, not many effects have taken place yet. And I was like sitting on the hammock, kind of bored, assuming it was going to be kind of a slow and boring night, honestly. And then I went back to my bed and my stomach started to rumble. And once my stomach started to rumble, it, it like the effects started coming on like a freaking freight train. Uh, and I, I, I've had this happen before. And I was like, oh, my God, I wasn't planning on this. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I, I knew I had a few moments where I, I might be able to make it to the bathroom before I'm too incapacitated. So, <laughs> so I went to the restroom, which was a whole journey in itself. And in, in the bathroom, uh, it was like, it was so, uh, the effects just started bombarding me. And I, I just, I, 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 it was like very, very difficult to function in a practical sense to just use the restroom and walk back to my bed. <laughs> so I finally somehow made it back to my bed and just kind of plopped down, did my best to align my blanket and just get comfortable because I knew I was not going anywhere for a long time. And then what started to transpire was was fascinating. Again, I, it took me a little bit to kind of accept that this is what's happening, Victor. I know you weren't planning on going deep, but this is inevitable. You're stuck here, basically. So at, when this it gets to this point, you know there's no option. There's no point of fighting it. There's the only option is just to just to surrender. But when the experience is so 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 powerful and so, so intense and so sudden. It's very hard to surrender to it, but I, but I did my best. So I laid down, and then what proceeded to happen for me was the traditional ego death experience. Now, this happened to me last year. This, uh, I was like kind of given the opportunity to have the ego death. Um, sorry, I got a text message that threw me off. So last year, I, was, I had like the same thing happen. And ego death, what that really means, it's like you literally consciously go through the death experience, what it feels like to die, actually, you experience. And again, psychedelics can, can make this possible. Um, and, and like last year, it happened twice to me. I got sort of to the gates, so to speak, but I couldn't let go. I couldn't surrender. I had this fearful belief attached to letting go fully. Um, so anyway, a year later, fast forward in this experience recently, um, it was the same thing over and over again. It was like that ego death. And the way that feels, it really just feels like you're losing yourself. Like you like like uh, like there's a there's like a sense of impending end. Yeah. And it just feels it just, I can't it's hard to put into words, but it's just an experience of like you know you're dying. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, when when it starts to be kind of imposed upon you like that, it's very common that the ego fights and, and it clings. Mm -hmm. And you feel a lot of fear. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, it was basically my intuition. I was kind of like communicating with the medicine and the medicine was kind of like, this is another opportunity to have this experience, Victor. You And it was like, you know, this is a time in your spiritual journey where this this is kind of what you want. You want to be enlightened. You want to go and, and do all this stuff. You have to let go. You have to go through this. But And so I tried. And just like last year, that same fearful belief came up. And for me, it's that I can't let go fully because I had this, this misaligned belief that something bad or tragic could happen to my family. So therefore, I have to maintain some semblance of control. And then once it got to that point, I sort of like, in my mind voiced this and I say I was like I can't, I can't let go this this thing's here again the same roadblock so the medicine kind of helped me work through that and show me that it's 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 okay to let go and it's safe and what's preventing me from letting go was really just an illusory belief it's not actually real um and I didn't buy it I still had the belief and I still couldn't let go but finally I resisted so much and I was so tired I, I was just too tired. I was just like too physically tired that I said, okay. And I just started to like, I just, I was like forced to surrender out of exhaustion. And as this happened, this freaking song came on, came on the, like the, 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 um, the, the speakers, this beautiful song that I'm still, Patty and I were just trying, we're to, trying find to find it. it. I can't find the damn and song. I, yeah. I have a song I'm searching for too. And we're both like, no, ah, we can't but, find this song. This it was like it was so beautiful, man. Like it was like this song came on and it was by a female vocalist. And for whatever reason, because I've done many of my ceremonies with with 
powerful women shaman or whatever it is, I feel comfortable with that. So once the female presence came on, it was like, <clears throat> sorry, Patty and I are still a little bit tender. We're still like in the middle of this <laughs> process, so bear with me here. But it was just so um, comforting, this, this song, this like really awesome, upbeat, country sort of song. And FYI, it doesn't sound at all like country. <laughs> he keeps trying to say it's a country song, but it's really not. But it was just the way this ego death went for me was so like, um, so epic, so divine, so synchronistic. It was like the song was like motivating me and carrying me and nurturing me. And I was like, okay. And I started letting go. And I started watching my fears, watching my past, watching myself to sort of like um, be kind of sucked out of me into nothingness. And I was shown that everything returns to nothing. Like everything that we are, all the world of form, all who we think we are literally dissolves into the infinite. And I experienced that. And I was like waiting. And I was like, it was just, this was just kind of happening to me. And, and I was going to this song and it was so like, so upbeat and so epic and just so, just so freaking epic. Um, and I was like, and there's this, again, the feeling of like, you're dying, you're dying, this is dying. And then I was thinking like, well, when am I going to die? When, when, when is this actual experience? And then it was just sort of like, it sort of kind of just sat there for a while. And I realized that, oh, that was it. I died. This is just an experience. The death is not like, it's not like a one moment where everything changes. It's literally just an experience, just like anything else. It's like going to get your car washed. That's an experience. Dying is an experience. And after you get your car washed, you're still there. You go home and you're you and you're there and you're still conscious. And that's exactly how it was for the ego death. I was still, at the end of the day, I was just, just there. I was observing. And it was like, oh my God, this is it. This is like all it really is. And it was, that's, it was so liberating and mind-blowing to um to experience that to where like now i literally have no fear of death in fact i it was amazing <laughs> it was like totally badass don't go dying on me though and liberating <laughs> yeah so that was like a huge accomplishment for me i've never been able to let go in fact real briefly the very first time i was sort of introduced what's the matter you waiting to talk yeah, but my arm holding the microphone. Okay, all right. She, Patty <laughs> sighed, so sorry. A long time ago when I had my kundalini awakening, that night I was sort of, I went through kind of the ego death experience, but I resisted. That was the first taste of it. Um, and then it's come up, you know, a couple of times throughout my through meditation and spiritual journey. And then just recently, last year. So it was like a huge accomplishment for me to, to be able to let go. And in letting go of everything fully, it changed me. It really, like, I was able to sink in. It was like a rebirth, basically, a sink into who I was as a soul. And that was like my merger. But now beyond that, something else really mind-blowing happened. And then we'll hear from Patty here. Um, I realized that that belief that I was talking about earlier that was preventing me from surrendering to the ego death that something could happen to my children, um, that was still not quite all the way resolved. Again, I let go. But because I was just too tired, not because I overcame that fully. And I was just kind of sitting there after this ego death experience, kind of basking in my accomplishment, if you will. Um, and I, I asked the medicine, I said, you know what? Maybe tomorrow, if we could, let's work on that because I don't like that feeling. I don't like that feeling of dread that something bad could happen to my family. It's a very, it's something I've been working through for a long time now. And it's, it's a very unsettling feeling that feels kind of real in any way. Once I requested that, um, she started taking me through this extremely um, intense, difficult, challenging series of realizations and, and memories. And it really, it would be a lot to get into. I'm debating how deeply I want to go. But it basically showed me that that fear stems from an awareness that the way I'm conducting myself currently unconsciously could lead to that end result and it's already happened in my life and for me it boiled down to early early childhood where i was in a sense very spoiled and this is not i'm going to discuss my parents for a moment here this is not a, a knock on them i lo love them dearly and they did their best 
and then they just, you know, but the way um, I perceived my upbringing when I was young, I was very much kind of spoiled by my mom. Mm -hmm. And she didn't, she, she just loved me so much. She didn't really mean to do this, but just the way I interpreted it, I was just kind of like, I was just catered to very like, if I was sick or any little thing, I was just like, like almost like loved almost too much in mm. a sense. And I'm hesitant to say all this because I would hate for them to listen and think I'm upset about it because I'm really not. But there was a, there was a result in me where I, I essentially have gone through life spoiled. Yeah. And where I've squandered in many ways the blessings that have been in my life. And you guys have kind of witnessed this in my YouTube channel. There's many times we're always moving around and, and always trying to find the new this or the new that. And... Uh, and I've just never been able to really appreciate the, the numerous blessings in my life. And I've always had this mindset of once I get to this certain point, then I can settle in and relax and, and, and appreciate. So I've been on this like aggressive journey of trying to find this next thing. And it's always, there's always a next thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, but anyway, there's a very big danger in going through life like that. You, you, I miss the present. I, I wasn't able to fully appreciate myself, my life, my family, just my house, my pets, everything. And from this sort of spoiled mentality that I, I wasn't aware that I was like so much like this, um, it, there, there was, in fact, it, it boiled down in the, in the ceremony, like it, after all these different revelations, it came down to spoiled rotten, which is a very kind of eerie thing to say but if you think about what is sp spoiled rotten when something is too spoiled it starts to de like decay and decompose and, and rot yeah. and that's what can happen metaphorically and it has happened in my life so and as an example of this i've had a lot of tragedies <clears throat> with pets like i've had i've had like pets die tragically and it's because it was like a this is so difficult to to sort of um, condense and and stay on track. I apologize, I'm kind of going off on track, but I'll share one example of what I mean by that. So, a long time ago, Patty and I, <coughs> we got we got a little dog. We went to this we went to a pet store, and of course we were just gonna look, and we ended up coming home with this little little cute little Boston Terrier Beagle mix, Laney, mm. and then that was like a cute little what I thought of as kind of a little girly dog so i'm like i want a cool dog i want to i want a pit bull <laughs> so i got this beautiful pit bull and we had this like happy little uh this happy beautiful situation these amazing dogs they were so cute and they were so awesome but because that wasn't enough for me i said now i want to rescue a pit bull so I, I went out of my way kind of forced this circumstance where he brought this other pit bull into the house morrison <clears throat> and for a time it was wonderful but because I wasn't like satisfied with the two dogs, which was such a perfect, beautiful blend, I had to get this other dog. And then there were two male pit bulls. I didn't know at the time. And then as they came of age, they started fighting and they were getting these really vicious fights. And yeah. we had to keep them separated. Yeah, and I didn't so want nice. to let go of one of them. So we did the best to kind of manage it. And there was, and anyway, eventually we, we, we rehomed the second pit bull with my sister. And this dog lived a nice life. But by that point, my other poor dog, this other pit bull that was my first one, Maynard, was like sort of scarred by the experience. We brought mm -hmm. this other dog in. Everything was good. And, then he, and this other dog was a threat to him. And they had all these like really nasty fights. And then and then it was like Maynard was, you know, he eventually did something. He kind of acted out in a way where we had to have him put down. I'm not going to go into that. Um, but uh, that was kind of an example. Like I, I that was my fault. I sort of created that circumstance because it, like the two dogs wasn't enough. And without going any deeper into that, that was just an example of kind of how that has worked in my life. And that was kind of like what was playing out with uh, with with our life right now. Like there's just been this idea of having like another baby. Mm. And we were wondering like, should we have another baby? Yada, yada. But it's not something we've been really thinking about, not something we truly want, but almost like, we are going to kind of just like let that happen. And I believe that that was going to kind of recreate the cycle um, because it would sort of like be like not appreciating what I have. It'd be the same thing kind of all over again. Mm -hmm. So the reason I had that fear, long story short, is because I was I was picking up on the fact that I'm sort of proceeding through life in this spoiled way, in this unbalanced way, and there are consequences to that. This sounds probably so crazy. Do you think this is like too crazy sounding, babe? 
what I'm saying on the podcast? No, it's plant medicine work. Okay, then getting in kind of a graphic details it's for you. It's hard. Okay, just um, for those of you that haven't worked with ayahuasca or any plant medicines, when you're working with the medicines, you're working in a an, an, with another dimension where language, the human language doesn't really exist. So to try to articulate some things in words in a coherent way can seem challenging and a bit um, fumbled uh, at times. Um, so when we are explaining our journeys, it, it can be hard to articulate them. Yeah. So so if you don't understand something, you know, and you have questions, feel free to ask, you know. Um, you can message me on Instagram and I, I'm happy to a- answer any questions that people, that you might have um, just because there might be a little bit of clarity at, at the end of this that is needed. But um, when we shoot the second half of this, then it might. Yeah, and I'm yeah, still yeah. getting there. I'm not quite done. I just kind of yeah. feel like I'm maybe bouncing around, but we're going to yeah, roll with well, it. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's needed to like, you know, a little bit. Yeah. So it's okay. I think okay. it's good. Okay, I'm going to continue. So anyway, that was sort of like, that was something I had to see. Like, Victor, there's this theme in your life that you are a part of. And, and though it wasn't really your fault, it just sort of how childhood worked out for you. Um, but it's... Uh, I've been spoiled my whole life and there's been people I could I can look back now and see that people have seen that in me. Um, but I was just completely oblivious to it. But that that sort of again spoiled mentality was is leading to a lot of these things in my life. Now that was part of it. Without getting too confusing, there was another sort of incident in my I'm not gonna go into too many details with that, but there was something there was another time in my life that caused me to split, we'll say. Um, and I had to kind of go and, and see all all of that. And that was what allowed me to kind of merge back with my soul. I, I, I'm leaving parts out because I don't want to. Uh, it's a very personal thing. And sometimes there are things that we want to keep to ourselves um, just for our own protection and the protection of like if someone else was involved in that instance. So... Um, yeah, but here, here's how yeah. I'm going to do it. Regardless, what happened was I was shown so many things about myself that I was unaware of that were the core reason why I was living an entire life out of alignment and, and why I was creating these very important sort of dark cycles in my life. But this awareness has allowed me to, again, kind of sink back into to the truth of who I am. And the, the way this is sort of manifesting as a practical example, is for a while, I have been putting a lot of my focus into building up my brand, building up my YouTube channel, manifesting abundance. And in my mind, I thought this is so I can have a good family life and I can have happiness. But what I realized is that due to like these things that were going on in my life, when I split, um, it was more like those were not authentic ambitions and what my soul wants my little baby victor wants is to be happy and be in the moment and because i've been able to kind of reconnect with that i'm seeing my entire life in a completely new way as an example i don't have any longer the goal of of being popular there was that was a kind of an insecurity uh, an ego thing i'm i'm gonna start writing my book Immediately, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to live a very um, quiet life where I can help a lot of people, but sort of like from the shadows. I'm going to still do YouTube videos, so don't worry, guys, and I'll end podcasts. But I was putting a lot of energy into becoming kind of popular, and I realized that's not an authentic goal. That's not going to make me happy, and living life continually out of alignment will bring about consequences. So anyway, long story short, I've been able able to kind of sink in to my soul and and appreciate 
the blessings in my life in such a real way. And I'm not just talking about the obvious things like my family, which is they're kind of easy to appreciate, even though I can now appreciate them on a far deeper level. I'm talking everything, man. Just like having a conversation with a person and, and, and being able to appreciate the uniqueness and just their perspective and how wonderful it is to just to like be able to hear and, and, and talk to another human being. Mm -hmm. um, it was just so, I felt that way. And, and sort of leading out of the story, I was continually going through these really challenging lessons um, after ceremony. And it got to a point where the ceremony was over and everybody was sharing. And I was still going through these, like all the stuff I just shared about, that's like, it, it took me, it was not easy to come to terms with all that in such a short span of time. Mm -hmm. Very harsh realities that were part of my life. A lot of like, you know, wrongdoing on my part that was causing pain and even, you know, death to my dogs. And it was like, oh my God, this is so, so intense. And I, I was so concerned that I was still going through this so much when the ceremony was over. But as after ceremony, the shaman opens up for people to be able to start sharing and talking about their experiences. And the way like the medicine was working through me is everything some everybody was saying was so spot on as if they were just speaking to me. It was mm -hmm. like the, it was like I was having my processing occur for my own benefit from these other people just speaking up. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because the night before when this when this was happening and people were sharing, I found myself restless and impatient and hoping people would just stop because I was getting bored and I wanted to go home and go to sleep. I had no appreciation. I felt like I just want to get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. But this time it was like, oh my God, thank God for these people sharing because mm -hmm. they're helping me more than they know. And I just feel, I feel so humbled and so grateful and so different and so aligned with myself <clears throat> that I know my, my life going forward, even though it's going to be totally different than what, I was, than what I was trying to create, it's so much better, so much more in harmony with, like, with who I really am. And it's, uh, I can't even put into words how. how happy and and grateful i feel it's it's like a, i'm like a new a new person i finally found myself so again whether you want to like come to rhythm or not it's not about that it's uh that's why i just felt like a lot of you a lot of a lot of people listening have been following me a long time Excuse me, sorry. And I have just undergone such a radical transformation that I felt it was noteworthy. <laughs> and I wanted to share it with you. So that was like the, so that was my last couple days. <laughs> How about you, love? What, what's, what's new with you? Okay, so um, I just, I want to say um, first before I get started that it's really um, a blessing for me and an honor to be able to watch you go through this transformation. And, you know, it's like I already felt like I was married to an amazing man, and it's just like going to get better, you know? It's so beautiful. Thanks. So thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. So, um, my night, my first, my first night, um, I asked the medicine to show me who I've become, and I thought, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of work on myself, and this could go either way, but I'm thinking to myself, like, it's probably going to be a easier, an easier night for myself. And, um, <laughs> man, I was wrong <laughs> on that one. Um, but the challenges are always perfect and beautiful and um, worth it, you know, with the medicine. So, uh, basically, she showed me um, who I've become in a very harsh way, um, and I'm going to keep it private, what, what she shared with me, but um, it was so harsh, 
Because sometimes the medicine will like joke around with me and like mess with me a little bit. But it was so harsh that I was like, is this real or are you just fucking with me right now? Because it was so harsh that I was like, that's not even really funny, like what you're showing me. And um, I realized that she she was uh, spot on with um, with that. And um, I was like, well, okay, so how how do I not be that person anymore because it feels like something that I've always been. And so I, I, I didn't know how to not be that person. And, um, she gave me some insights on little things that I can do, um, later on in the night. And, um, I did a lot, um, after that, I did a lot of ancestral purging, so healing for my ancestors, healing myself, healing for my children, and um, and uh, my grandparents and parents and great grand all the all them. <laughs> so um, there was a lot of uh, purging happening and beautiful clearing work that I did um, that night. Uh, the second night for me, I said, uh, okay, I'm going to merge with my soul at all costs. And so I drank the first cup of medicine and went back to my space and I'm not feeling anything. And I'm like, well, I drank medicine last night. This medicine should be hitting me quicker, more quickly. <laughs> and um, finally, I started feeling the medicine a little bit, a little bit. And then they called for the second cup. And the medicine hit me like a freight train. And I was like, I can't get up to get more medicine. And I was like talking to the medicine, like, should I go get more medicine? Even though I know there's no way I can stand in that line right now. And um, she was like, just wait. So I kept like asking, like, should I try to get up and get more medicine? And it, it became very clear to me that I didn't need any more medicine. And um, later on, it was uh, very apparent why I needed to not go super, super deep. Um, so it was, it was perfect. But I did not merge with my soul. Um, I even asked, like, is this, is this like at all costs? And I was like, no, it's not, but I'm okay with that. So last night, I had that same, the same intention from the night before to merge with my soul at all costs. And I had a very, very big, big night. Um, I'm trying to figure out like how I can like go about talk, uh, talking about it um basically what she showed me something that um was uh pretty pretty painful um to be to become aware of and um i'm absolutely not going to share that uh because right now i'm still processing it and i um I do apologize that I, I do want to keep that private. Um, uh, but um, it was a situation that I'm certain occurred. I was probably two and a half or three years old. And um, it was that moment when I, I my soul left my body. And um, it made perfect sense why I became who I became you know it's they all all my journeys sort of tied in together and um and uh I have um I'm a little bit con like of a control freak and it it really made it um aware of why I'm like that because I, I I never really understood why why I became like that um, and also what was really interesting is that, um, 
when I'm on the medicine, I get, uh, I hear these these beings come and visit me sometimes, and they 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 go beep boop 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 beep beep boop, and they like talk to me and to each other. I don't understand that, but I I telepathically know what they're or intuitively know what they're saying. So, um, but they came last night and um, performed surgery on me, which is um, something that happens during ceremony where you feel like, like I'm gonna explain what happened to me personally. It's kind of different for everyone. Um, I, my arms and my legs like went completely numb. My face and head was like tingly and kind of numb. And I saw, my eyes were closed, but I saw a really bright white light, like as if you were getting surgery in, in an, an operating room. And um, I just like relaxed and like sat still and just allowed them to work on me. I didn't feel anything physically, um, but like if you're in an operating room, like you don't feel anything because you're either put under or you're numb. So, um, so I didn't, uh, that was my first ever like real experience with like a surgery where I knew I was having a surgery. And um, basically what they do is they move things around, they, they, they decode, uh, recode your DNA, they, they can heal you of like illnesses and ailments and things like that. So um, I don't know exactly what they were doing or what they were working on, but these beings finally showed themselves to me. Um, and it was really amazing to um, finally see what they look like. They look like, yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm intuitively asking like if it's okay if I share what they look like. Because <laughs> sometimes like your spirit animals will want you to keep that to yourself or, or anything like that. Um, but I think it's okay. They looked like they had like the shape of an ant head like that was like their head, but they had like mantis being sort of eyeballs shaped and um, they looked like like uh, metallic, like they were like uh, machines of some sort. Um, so, but it was, it was what was really beautiful is that as they like decided to show themselves to me, then they turned into like a heart and was like vibrating like just with love and um it was so sweet that they finally were like i will int i'll introduce myself let's uh, let us introduce ourselves to you now um because i've been i've heard them for a while now and um so i finally now get to put a a face with the sound that i hear um so that was really cool. I'm trying to think. Um, you don't have to just, you, if you think you're done, you can just explain that you're kind of like, you know, it didn't resolve itself. You're, you're waiting for yeah, tonight. Yeah, okay. So yeah, long story short, I, um, because what the medicine showed me um, when my, my soul left my body um, was so it was very hard to wrap my mind around. I'm still very much processing. Um, I'm still very much processing this. So, so I, I'm uh, hoping that tonight I can actually um, resolve that and merge with back with my soul and heal my heart. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty because, tired because of I was. I did a lot of purging as well last night. Um, so it's uh, it's all beautiful when you purge. You're clearing out space, and uh, one of the um, shamans was um, like helping me with a purge, and she s said to me, "Now you ha you get to fill that space with love." And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> it was so, so I just, I felt so much gratitude for um, everyone in the room and every, um, all the, all the shamans and the medicine people that were working there and, and sharing space. And um, 
and for the medicine, you know, she, she everything that she does during ceremony is divinely orchestrated. She is the one who's in charge during ceremony and and the people that are helping the shamans and the the guardians, they are literally just being told what to do from her. And um they're like her little busy bees buzzing around helping people and just spreading love and it's 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 a really beautiful thing to experience, you know. And of course, I'm I'm obviously biased because like she's my, you know, my medicine and she's my teacher, you know. Yeah. So, and I just love her so much. But um but, you know. Is that good? Yeah, I think. Cool. So. I feel like you're you're I feel like you want to be done but you don't think you're allowed to or something. <laughs> well, I just don't know not that I tell her what to say, but at this point I was picking up. Yeah, no, I just don't know. Um, you don't have to drag much. it out for no reason. Yeah, so. and I'm, because I, I, um, the medicine was very strong for me last night, as you know, babe. So I'm um, still like a little bit. Yeah, out like of my not, body you're like, still. You're in a state of unresolved, mm-hmm. where I kind of had this like completion thing like a feeling, right. a feeling of resolve and completion and like ah you know where you're like in the middle of that yeah. sort of so it's okay i'm glad that people can hear this because that's sometimes the result of the these ceremonies people come out and they're not quite done yeah and a bunch of wounds have been exposed and then then of course they're, they they leave then, then the next day they're all they're feeling them and thinking like man i don't want to go i already i feel worse than yeah. before but you got to keep going to complete the healing you know that obviously yeah, but yeah. it's a good it's, example just in life yeah it's why when you work with ayahuasca or or any plant medicine or even just the the awakening just the self-development process in general yeah growth transformation um it's so important to to integrate into your life what you're learning because um and what you're becoming aware of because that's how you process it and that's how you continue with the change and you feel the the completion the the resolve you know it's it's a really um important thing so yeah, i'm so we I'm, should wrap this up soon yeah though. so i'm gonna <laughs> I, i'm i've got some integrating to do <laughs> yeah okay this is helpful i was gonna point out that like i feel like thankful for you guys hopefully showing interest in this because um, just talking about my experience so far has been very helpful to me yeah. to like ground it in. But what's really cool about this, guys, it's like we're not the only people having this experience. No. We're watching. There's like 100 people here, mm-hmm. basically. And it's like you oh, go to these classes and and it's just what we're hap- what's happening with us is in just, just this like permanent, deep, real, like core transformational process is happening with most of the people here. Yeah. And it's just it's it's so mind blowing. It, it's like it's like almost like the whole spiritual journey can be <laughs> can be had in like a week here. It yeah. really is like that. You can really go from all these pains and, and cycles and patterns and problems. And, you know, like a lot of times we go through life, we want to start chipping away at, at these different. Oh, I got to I got to stop smoking cigarettes. I really need to start being nicer to my my uh, coworkers or and then it's like about all these little things but it's like you come here and you, you line with your soul. Mm-hmm. It like it takes care of everything basically. And that's yeah. what that's what's happening on like a big scale here. Like I didn't even see I was on it. I wasn't aware of just the depth of transformation that takes place here until this time around. It's my third time coming. It's uh it's crazy, man. But anyway, so again, you're probably, a lot of you might be wondering, oh, he just wants, you know, he's promoting this place. And th- there's no motive for this. Like like me, like right now we're here with, uh, again, Aaron Dowdy and Leora Alexandra and, and Patty here. And there's probably like 60 out of the 100 people are here for us. They're people we, we, we that know us and we promoted it through our like email list and stuff. And uh, but we don't even know if we're going to do that again. I'm just sharing this with you because I believe in this place so much, literally. Like right now we're here and it's uh, 
it's so amazing to meet all these cool people that mm-hmm. like know us. It's it's beautiful. At the same time, it is sort of challenging to go so deep into ourselves yeah. and then sort of be able to be there for all the people who are excited to see us. And we want to be able to be yeah, there for and, them. And, and we're doing sure. our best. But it's it's like a lot. It's a lot to do to balance in one week. So we might, we, we don't know, we might, we might just come here on our own, you know, next year or something. But anyway, I just... This has been so impactful to both mm-hmm. of us that we just wanted to share this regardless. There's again, there's no like agenda. We just, we just are, I want to sing the praises of this place because it's, it's changed our lives mm-hmm. so much. But anyway, this is only part one. We're going to do another episode tomorrow. So right now you can probably gather we're a little bit, uh, we're, we're in the middle of something pretty big here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of tender. I cried like seven times. <laughs> Patty is like, you know, showing these deep things that she's not quite yet worked through. But tonight is our final ceremony where we go in and it's like we're like the old school shamans from the jungle come and, and it's like a, it's like a real big deal. It's a whole night. They call it the celestial party and it's, it doesn't even start till later. It's uh, it's going to be epic. And tonight my intention is to go in and heal my heart. This is something that like I had this soul merger experience. Like I really did. I, I, I feel new as I, I was saying. But there's still I'm still tender as you can see about many of the things I had to see in order to get to this place and, and remember and 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 uh, become aware of, I feel like uh, I, I need I need some healing. I need some love. I need like I really need to kind of be, you know, uh, I, I healing and love is what I need. And that's mm-hmm. like the third part of this process. Some people have already had that here, and they're like they're walking around like they're on clouds, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's my that's where I'm trying to head and, and get to today. And Patty is going to go for both in tonight. Yes. The, the completion of merging with your soul, as well as what I just said. Yep. And we got it's a long. It's like a whole like twelve hours. Yeah, it's like seven thirty in the morning until like nine in the mo- morning, or seven thirty at night till nine in the morning. Yeah. Like we we'll just go and eat breakfast after. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all night thing. But anyway, we're gonna bounce. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna film other the other episode tomorrow. Mm. most likely maybe the next day but this is part yeah. one within the next two or three or four days you're going to see part two and we'll let you know when it comes out you'll see it on the itunes feed and i'll also promote it on my email list and most of you listening probably already on that um and we'll also leave a link if you guys are curious like what is this place you're talking about Rhythmia, what is it i'm going to leave a link in the description box of this blog post also the itunes um the itunes uh description as well i'm gonna leave a link mm-hmm. to where if you want to just sort of get information on, on yeah even the, just look at it this place is really beautiful and um it's a really nice super clean um retreat center and yeah and, and if you do decide to go you do if you just mention my name again i don't, I don't even know if i'm going again you know with 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 everyone but if you want to go for yourself and you mention my name you'll get some money off you'll get a bit of a discount to say victor odo you know I heard it on his podcast or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we got to go. Our friends are waiting for us to go to lunch. They just sent me a text. Mm-hmm. So we will be there. We'll be here uh, again soon. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Mm-hmm. Much love, my friends. Thank yes. you for listening. All the best. Peace. Namaste.